Hello St James, my name is Ali Taylor and I'm one of the vicars here at St James. Where this is the English speaking sermon for the first week of July 2021 and we're still going through our 1 Peter 1 theme. Uh, we are still in chapter 1. We're in 1 Peter 1 verse 13 to 20. I'm going to read that for us now. So, prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the greatest salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as Christ's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. And remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favourites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of him during your time here as temporary residents. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which loses its value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. But now, in these last days, he's been revealed for your sake. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for our readings today. Help us to still our hearts to hear your voice speaking to us. Father, would you make us more like Jesus? Amen. Our readings today seem to point to pattern. So I want to show you or tell you about crochet pattern I've got. It's a pattern for a fan. You can see the fan shape, but there's lots of lines and dots and numbers and arrows. And to someone who's not used to doing crochet, it looks confusing. It's hard to imagine what it would look like when you do it. But this is a crochet pattern. So my question for us is, what's your pattern? If this crochet pattern will make a crochet shawl, what is your pattern for your life? What is shaping your life? Mervina Reynolds in the early 60s sang about little boxes. Little boxes on the hillside made it ticky-tacky. And that generations live in little boxes. And they send their children to university where they are put in little boxes. And they finish university, they get married. They move into little boxes, have children who go to university and are put in little boxes. And this ongoing pattern of little boxes made of ticky-tacky. Janice Joplin, in the early 70s, so 10 years later, sang, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? This idea that there's a pattern that her friends are following. And it's Mercedes-Benz, colour TV and a night out on the town. And Janice cannot afford 
Mercedes-Benz, the night out on the town or the colour TV. And so she's asking God to help her to fill her pattern, to complete the pattern that she wants to complete. In our John reading, Jesus sets out his pattern in verse 28. So I'm going to read it for you. Now we understand that you know everything and there's no need to question you. For this we believe that you are from God. Here it is. Yes, I came from the Father into the world and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. So Jesus says, yes, I came from the Father into the world and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. And that is our pattern. We are filled with the Father, the Spirit of God. We're living in the world, but we will leave the world and we will return to the Father. It's a pattern that has us living as people who are temporary residents on earth. We do not think our life will finish when our life on earth finishes. Nor do we think that we will live forever on the earth, never dying. We have a pattern of being a traveller, of coming, being and leaving. In 1 Peter 1 verse 15, Jesus, Peter says, is our pattern. He is our pattern. And as children who exercise self-control, it says we must be holy because he is holy. He is our pattern. So what is it with patterns? Well, going to my crochet pattern, you can see the uh, fan design that goes on with different fans. This I'm wearing is the pattern made real. This is the crochet shawl that's made from that pattern. You can see the semicircles in it. Now, what if I was to mix that pattern with a different pattern? So put a different pattern through it. Maybe a zigzags. My finished shawl would not look like this. It would look like this, but it would have strange zigzags in the middle. Maybe it would change its shape. Maybe it would definitely change its ability to be the same on both sides. It would change it. It would no longer look like the original pattern. And if it no longer looks like the original pattern, if it is strayed from the original pattern, then it is not a true shawl of this pattern. It is different, but not necessarily in a good way. You can't mix patterns and expect no one to notice. It will look strange. We remember our Heavenly Father, whom we pray to, has no favourites, but he will judge or reward us according to what you do. So our pattern is really important. If he has provided a pattern for us in Jesus, and he is going to judge or reward us, depending by what we do, he is comparing us to the pattern. Because he's given us a pattern and said, follow this pattern. You must be holy because 
I am holy. You must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. So if we mix our patterns, what do we mix our pattern with? Well, ticky-tacky, little boxes on hillsides, Mercedes-Benz, colour TVs and night out on the town, all that fun stuff. But there is a cost to that fun stuff. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver. If we mix our patterns, cut out bits of the original that Jesus gave us to follow and mix in ticky-tacky, we lose what it is that we're supposed to be. We lose who we are supposed to be. Jesus is looking for pattern-following people. Verse 17, God compares us to the pattern and he says God has no favourites. What does that mean? Well, it means that God is not comparing me to somebody else who's lived a different life, different life experience. He's not saying, Ali, you swear sometimes, but this person swears loads, so you're okay. He's looking at why that person swears loads. What is in that person's heart that means they swear loads? Stuff I can't begin to understand. So if I compare myself to the person who swears loads, I'm missing the point completely. The person who swears loads is not my pattern. Jesus is my pattern. So I am to follow Jesus and him only. And we remember that God has no favourites, which means that if our life is hard, as it is for a lot of us now, God is not comparing us to someone who we think is coping better. He's comparing us to his pattern. So we do our best. Why do we follow this pattern? Why do we cut out the ticky-tacky of life? We remember that Peter says what we have inherited in verse 18, Peter calls it empty life. Empty life. And it's true, when you die, you do not die with your television, your tiki-taki or your Mercedes-Benz. You very much die the way you came with nothing. And so therefore it is empty. It won't gain us anything. But it is hard to put it aside. We have been ransomed. God didn't pay for us for ticky-tacky. That loses its value. He paid for us with the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God, who God chose as a ransom for us, for you and me, before the world began. So we are owned. We have been bought. We are part of a community, a travelling community, temporary residents who follow a different pattern. We are temporary residents who are not supposed to chase after the same things as our ancestors did because that loses its value. So as we go into this week, there are some questions for us, aren't there? What is the pattern of your life?
what are you shaping your life on? What are you tempted to shape your life on? What do you reason out as a good thing to shape your life on? Put words like need in where we actually want to put words like like. And how can you be closer so that you look like the pattern that you are trying to follow? You know the thing with this crochet shawl, it's very frustrating. If you make a mistake, say you miscount a little bit, you can't just carry on because everything after that is out of shape. You have to go back to your mistake, find your mistake. You have to rip out all the stitches you've done since your mistake. You have to rectify your mistake and you have to carry on. And I think there's something that teaches us about our life following Jesus. You can't just build on a mistake. You go back to Jesus. You go back to forgiveness and you build your life on your pattern of Jesus. We pray. Father God, thank you for our readings this week. Thank you that you call us out from the world and you give us a pattern. Father, would you make us wholly committed to your pattern? As we live as temporary residents here on earth, Father, Stop us from being tempted by the ticky-tacky and instead follow you wholeheartedly. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a lovely week.